The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like they just kind of turned you loose on this and said, Tam, be you. So I've got a, a, a sports-loving, just-turned-13-year-old son, and he doesn't watch TV. I mean, and I think there's a new generation of sports fans who are consuming it completely different. You know, they're doing it where you guys are putting it on, on YouTube, um, you know, putting it on different platforms and fast channels and all these things. So you've got to try and get people's attention some way. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Slightly new location, same location. We're at Ace Airport Casino in Calgary, Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, right in front of the uh, Ace Sports Bar, where Friday night we're going to be hosting our Ryder and CFL fan reception in advance of the SAS Calgary football game here at McMahon Stadium. I hope you're ready for fun over the next two hours. I did not write down the guests. I'm going to go off memory here because they changed a little bit. We've got the president of the CFL Players Association, Solomon Elamimian, is going to be with us. The first of our weekly Canadian Football League Players Association spotlights. We've got Brendan Parker joining us from Flames TV right live down here at Ace. We've also got uh, our good man Earl Pereira from the rock band The Steadies. And who am I missing, Clark? Is there anybody else that I'm missing in that list? Oh, Justin Dunk. How could I forget the Dunkster? CFL News runs on Duncan. So that's the guest list. It's a very busy show today. And uh, yeah, can we bring in Moose and get this thing going? He is in the big spoke. Gentlemen, can you get these spike uh, speakers killed up here? Would you mind? Thank you so much. Slightly distracting. Darren, we're going to be kicked out of here in a week. I got to say, uh, you're missing a lot. I told you that earlier today i said you're missing out moose yeah. we've a member of our traveling party here i'm not going to mention his name at all he's a regular viewer of the show watching the show live right to one of the servers here just blurts it out yesterday you're very attractive it was as kevin the medium who's here as well said the awkward silence was just <laughs> awkward you're very attractive it was like it was like, it was like, like a lynchism. The record screeching. <laughs> it was just like a lynchism. To a stop. Yeah. Uh, and then you got to appreciate the straightforwardness of people. You know, this show is different than all the others, and that's a good thing, I think. But we talked about the Peterson Express, the shuttle going from the hotel to the football game on Saturday, the CFL game, Riders and Stampeders. I said to Jamie, the manager at Hotel Cleek, you know Jamie, you met him. Jamie's epic. I said, hey, there's a lot of Ryder fans coming to stay here this weekend at Hotel Cleek, and they're asking me if there's a shuttle to the game or not. So I was just wondering. He goes, no. 
Okay, then. <laughs> he didn't even need to finish his sentence. And he wasn't rude about, you know, Jamie, he's very professional. But he was like, oh, yeah. uh, I didn't even need to ask any further. Their, their shuttle is for the hotel to the airport and back, not to the football stadium, because then you're going to get people, can we go to Banff? Can we go to Fort McLeod? Yeah. No. I, I admire the decision. No gray area. Uh, well, let me see and get back to you. Uh, that's a hard no. That's a no from me, dog. <laughs> so I'm going to be shuttling fans back and forth on Saturday from the game because because why not? Anyways, did you hit the show horn, Director Turn? Did you hit it? Did you hit it thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, breaking news before we go any further. Goaltender Henrik Lundqvist is expected to be elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. Part of the class of 2023 set to be announced this afternoon. Lundqvist backstopped Sweden to an Olympic gold medal in 2006 and led the New York Rangers to the playoffs in 11 of his 12 years. Henrik Lundqvist, Darren, I would. Very handsome man, Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, countryman Henrik Zetterberg, Canadian women's hockey stars Jennifer Botterill and Carolyn Ouellette, and longtime executive David Puller are among the other top candidates being considered by the board chaired by Hall of Famer Mike Gartner. Uh, the long wait could be over as well for Alex McGilney and goalie Curtis Joseph, who's won only five fewer games than King Henrik. McGilney, who won the Stanley Cup with New Jersey in 2000 and Olympic gold with the Soviet Union in 1988, has been eligible since 2009. Cujo since... 2012. The ceremony goes November 13th in Toronto. I, I, I unfortunately don't. I don't even hear Theo's name in here, and I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, just with him the other night. We're not going. Everybody knows my thoughts on that. Um, you, do you think there's going to be a surprise today in the Hall of Fame inductions? Yeah, and I hope the name is Alexander McGillney. I think that's the name we've been waiting for for a while. You mentioned Zetterberg. Um, I'm looking at various lists, especially even since our morning meeting, and I'm just looking down. Like Patrick Eliash is a name that could go in. Um, Rod Brindamore, another name to keep an eye out for. Um, and then some off-the-wall ones like Justin Williams and Keith Kachuk. You know, Williams, uh, all those uh, heroics he had in the playoffs and those Stanley Cup runs. Is that worthy of getting in? and the career that Keith Kachuk had, too. So um, there's a few off-the-wall candidates like that, that that might surprise us. I don't know that we'll see multiples get in uh, surprises, but maybe one of Solani, Brindamore, one of those would be, would be nice to see. That's a little bit of uh, off-the-wall. That wasn't in my quick six, but this morning, Clark, first thing out of it was, it was Clark, I think, that brought it up. Hockey Hall of Fame gets announced today, and I'm like, well, we've got to, let's lead off the show with that. Because we are a hockey country. Now to the other topics. We only have Darren for another 11 minutes. Then he's done for the day. Brendan Parker coming up. Justin Dunk. Solomon Elamimian. Uh, number one, on a night featuring defensive fist bumps, timely hits, and quality pitching, the Toronto Blue Jays snapped a three-game losing skid by blanking the Marlins 2-0 in Miami. Uh, Ernie Clement and George Springer hit consecutive RBI singles in the eighth as the Jays made up for an 11-0 loss the night before to the Marlins. Point two, Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill is under investigation by Miami-Dade police for allegedly hitting a man on Sunday. I first saw this story and I'm like, ah, oh, what did the cheetah do? The incident was first reported by WPLG-TV in Miami after the station received a tip Sunday. But then I read it. The station reported that Hill got into an argument with an employee of a marina charter company in Miami, which apparently ended with Hill hitting the man. This kind of stuff happens all the time. It honestly does. Doesn't say, I'm not condoning hitting him, but it's Tyreek Hill. Like, 
I'm sure everybody would have liked to have kept this quiet. Might be a guy trying to make a name for himself. Tyreek will probably pull off, you know, a couple of Benjamins and call it a day. Moose at Hotel Cleet Calgary Airport. We do weddings. A wealth of event and banquet space and all-inclusive packages starting at just $79.95 per person. Inquired hotelcleek.ca. To get the question out of the way first right now, Canada's Game of the Week in the Canadian Football League. It's our poll question, and we do it every Wednesday during CFL season. What's the game of the week? It's brought to you by Key Auto Group. With the Key Auto Group, most vehicles receive a lifetime engine warranty, guaranteed. Go to keyautogroup.ca slash the key advantage for eligibility and maintenance requirements. The Key Auto Group, here to take care of you. The options are these, Moose. They are BC at Winnipeg on Thursday night. Friday night, it's Montreal at Hamilton. Friday night, I got all my days screwed up. Friday, Montreal at Hamilton. Saturday, Sask at Calgary. Sunday, Toronto at Edmonton. I voted for Sask at Calgary just because I'm me and I'll be there. But you might uh, vote for somebody different. As a matter of fact, you probably will. I understand you're going to be attending one of these Canadian Football League games. Darren Moose DuPont down there in the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah, I'm going to go to Hamilton and check out the Ticats and Alouettes. But you know what? I'm with you. I think Saskatchewan-Calgary is my game of the week. I think the vote is going to match the actual game of the week this week. Um, with an honorable mention to Hamilton or to um, Winnipeg and BC, because that is going to be great to see where the gap is between Winnipeg and everybody else in the West. We think BC's clearly uh, in that number two hole at the moment. So we'll see how big the gap is. But for Saskatchewan, Calgary, there's a ton of intrigue because I believe one of these teams is going to be in the playoffs when it's said and done, and one of these teams won't be. So this is kind of wow. the, first, the first opportunity, right? This is the first meeting of, of this battle. It, Jake Mayer and Trevor Harris, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be the first real shot across the bow as to who's got the upper hand. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, well, a couple things. I talk like that because I had a football guy call me last night. He's probably watching right now from Mississippi, and we were talking about Bo, and he was like, you know, you know, Rod, and when I'm with you, you, I put the phone on speaker so you can listen to these guys. And I got to clean up the language a little bit, but he was like, even before Bo was hurt, he wasn't playing worth that <clears throat> darn so I think I think he's done, Rod. Well, I don't know. He's not playing Friday night in Hamilton. You're going to be there in the Bet Regal, you know, mucky muck seats. I sit down there with the common folk. You know, that's what I do with these games. But uh, you're going to have fun there. But this lady wrote to us on Twitter, CFL fan Sharon. That's what she goes by on Twitter. And she's like, is this even a question? What's the game of the week? It's kind of similar to my commentary today. Maybe look outside yourself, Sharon. I know that you're all geeked up. I clicked on her icon. She's wearing a rider scarf. I'm like, ah, yeah, there are three other games in the CFL that people are actually interested in. You might want to think about that. Oh, and I wrote some game notes down. I'll get to this a little later, but you'll, you'll appreciate this. Here's your game notes, courtesy of the Canadian Football League for BC at Winnipeg on Thursday night. Pay attention. Zach Caleros is 4-0 versus BC as Winnipeg's quarterback. Winnipeg has won six of his last seven. Winnipeg has won six of their last seven against BC. No West Division team has won at Winnipeg since 2018. 
This is the first time the Blue Bombers have scored 40-plus points in their first two games of their season in franchise history. And the Bombers have won 27 of their last 29 home games. You know what Rick Campbell's going to say before the game? Boys, we've got them right where we want them. <laughs> right? Going by this, there's no chance BC wins this game on Thursday night. None. And I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you read those numbers, Rod. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait a second. Two straight Grey Cup wins they had. Three straight Grey Cup appearances. Are you telling me that Winnipeg is just starting to peak now? They're just peaking yeah. now? Like they finally reached, like they're going to get better? That's scary for the rest of the Canadian Football League. It's really scary for the league. John Massey writes in my frenemy, Oilers fan, and he says, Father, time is about to catch up with the Bombers. Time is ticking. I don't even want to go than that. Go into this, but I see Ryder fans going, we're going to be better uh, when Winnipeg falters. That's, that's, that's our best chance in the West is what Winnipeg's going to fall off. That's your plan? That's not a plan. No. <laughs> you know? uh, point four, the Calder Cup will be awarded tonight as the host Coachella Valley Firebirds play the Hershey Bears in game seven of the AHL Championship Series. How about that? This, the uh, latest game in the hockey season is in Palm Springs, California. Palm Desert, California. Pro hockey game tonight. NBA Victor Wambanyama. I keep thinking of of uh, tub thumping every time I hear this guy's name. Chumba Victor Wambanyama. We'll be singing when we're, when winning. we're winning. The seven, right. I get knocked down. The seven foot plus French player expected to be selected by San Antonio with the first pick in uh, Thursday's NBA draft. Throughout the ceremonial first pitch before the Yankees Mariners game, he won a pin. He wore a pinstripe jersey with New York across the chest, and he had Joe DiMaggio's number five on the back. Point six: Lionel Messi is expected to make his major league soccer debut with Inter Miami on July 21st. The team confirmed Wednesday. Owner Jorge Mas said his club and Messi have agreed to terms and are finalizing paperwork and a visa. He's going to make fifty million dollars over three seasons with Inter Miami. You met my landlord, Brett. When you were down in Boca in South, uh, can, have, have we checked on Brett? He's a season ticket holder for Inter Miami. Uh, the hot, it's the hottest ticket in South Florida now is Inter Miami with Lionel Messi, the most popular player in the world. Forget about South Florida. So that is pretty exciting. Uh, so Moose, you've got three minutes left before I let you go for the day and do whatever you people in Toronto do. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> well, you wanted Toronto sight lines. I did my very best to get you the CN Tower over here. I worked hard on that. Nice. It's a little hard to see. I'll get it. It'll, it'll be a little better tomorrow. That's no, good. But, Looks uh, good to me. Yeah, but, you know, I'm following now. You talked about the Jays yesterday. I'm bringing up something from yesterday. And you talked about the Jays uh, with Tim McAuliffe. And I'm hearing more buzz on social media, not necessarily from insiders or baseball guys, but – some people who are thinking that John Schneider might be in his final days as the bench boss of the, of the Blue Jays, and Don Mattingly might be the guy taking over. And I'm talking to people around Toronto, the few people that I've been able to interact with, and you know they don't know what to do with the Jays. They don't think it's him. They don't think it was Charlie Montoyo, but uh, it, it's cool to be in a baseball town, and uh, we're following that closely as the Jays kind of wrap up their road trip. 
Uh, here we go. Here we go. This is. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene. The the the, the <laughs> gift just popped into my head. Oh boy. Here we go. He's Johnny Blue Jay now, everybody. Darren Dupont, because he's been in Toronto. He's lived there for two days. Troy Comer in Toronto writes in. He says, uh, Darren, do you need a date this weekend? Maybe you could drive a van to an RP show outing at an Argos game. Um, stop. Let's pump the brakes. We're not running a shuttle service past this Saturday. Why did I even suggest it? Now people are getting yeah, all I'm not into that. geeked up about that. You're, yeah, yeah, and he's I've not like, date. I'll drive people around. <laughs> yeah, he's, you got a date. Okay. You're very attractive. <laughs> I could turn, I could say it again. I should turn them. This is like the old days in the bunker. We got people laughing off set. Remember those I know. days? Yeah, and, and all I'm thinking about right now is like me, a myself, and Irene and some scenes we can't talk about on the show. So funny. For your information, you used it on yourself. <laughs> You're very attractive. It's a John Lynch in training over here. Okay, we got through the quick six show topics. And uh, Moose, go have a great Toronto day. Thank you. All right. Justin Dunk is in next. We've got Brendan Parker on the way from Flames TV live down here at Ace. And a whole lot more Solomon Elamimian coming up as well. It is uh, the RP Show live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
RP Show continues from Ace Airport Casino. By the way, sports fans, check out the hamburger that was voted one of Canada's best. Only a tonic kitchen and bar at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. What's their secret? Come down and find out for yourself. It's a Cleek thing at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. It's a game week here. Stampeders and Riders on Saturday. That's our poll question today for Auto Group is what is the game of the week? I'm very interested to know what our next guest thinks about that. 3downnation.com's Justin Dunk. The uh, preeminent CFL insider. There is some consternation. There's some some questions, J.D., about the game of the week in the Canadian Football League. I'm wondering whom you would vote for and if you plan to be in attendance at a few. That's an easy one for me, Roddy. It's the BC Lions of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Battle of the Undefeateds. Let's see if the Lions can play up to the level of the Bombers without Nathan Rourke. We knew that was possible last year when Rourke was there, but can they do it with Vernon Adams Jr.? The question will be answered Thursday night. Well, it's interesting you would jump right to that game. It is a battle of unbeatens. Ratings should be big for that one. But I want to walk it back. It feels to me pretty quiet out of Hamilton with regards to the status of old Levi Mitchell, what exactly his injury is. What can you tell us about the status of a Hamilton quarterback? We know he won't play Friday night uh, when the Ticats are home to Montreal, but what's ailing him? It's very tight-lipped around the Tiger Cats facilities. They don't want to give out any information about Bull Levi Mitchell. And I think the prognosis that I've been hearing is that this could be potentially longer than one game. It's going to be about how fast Bull Levi Mitchell can heal from its injury. They're calling it an abductor injury, I think, officially on the injury list that the Hamilton Tiger Cats put out. But from what I've heard, it sounds like it has to do with his groin. And you can see that just based on the way that he was limping around at both BMO Field and then also at practice on Tuesday at Tim Hortons Field. So if you're a Tiger Cats fan, you're hoping that this isn't that long. But it seems like if you listen to the words and dissect them from what Orlando Steinauer has said, for example, when he's talking about Bo Levi Mitchell texting him and wanting to be a part of this still that leads me to believe that he could be a backup or a guy that's an experienced voice for a little period of time here with the tiger cats but i think right now it's probably week to week to see how he feels with this lower body injury is is he dressing friday night then that's what Steinauer said, but I don't understand why the Tiger Cats would dress him if they think, Roddy, that this could be a longer-term injury. Because if you put him on the six-game injured list and he's there for a total of at least six games or more, then that money doesn't count towards your salary cap and you could potentially use it elsewhere. So when Bo Levi Mitchell signed his contract with the Tiger Cats, a multi-year deal, but for the 2023 season, it was for $502,000 in hard money. 300000 of that was a signing bonus, and $175,000 of that is in base salary. So he gets roughly $10,000 each time he plays a game in the form of a game check. It's a little less than that. So if I'm the Tiger Cats and there's any shot that he might be out for six games, you obviously don't want that to happen. But I've talked to some people around the league, and they said, why would they dress him even if he's going to come back early? Like, if he happens to be out six games, you save roughly, and it's a little bit less than this, but 55, 60 grand under the salary cap, which could be big to make a stretch run and allow him time 
to get healthy. So I think the only reason that I can understand for Bo Levi Mitchell dressing in the Tiger Cats home opener is because there's a bye week coming and the Tiger Cats don't want to make a fast decision on what's going on with Bo Levi Mitchell in the injury, give themselves a little bit of time and potentially deciding whether or not to sign another quarterback. So reading the game notes on what I think will be voted Canada's game of the week, BC at Winnipeg, sheer and utter domination by the Blue Bombers. Over BC specifically, Zach Claros has never lost to them. He's 4-0. Bombers have won 27 of the last 29 home games. No West Division team has won there in Winnipeg since 2018. I joked last segment, this is where Huff would say, boys, we got them right where we want them. But let's be honest. How does, how does BC even compete in Winnipeg Thursday. Do you envision a upset? I don't think I envision an upset, but I can see the Lions competing, and they've already surprised me a little bit with how well Vernon Adams Jr. has played. Taekwon Mizell looks like a great find at the running back position. They decided not to pay James Butler the type of six-figure salary that he wanted and go with Mizell. That's been a smart move. I think the key here, though, for the Lions is Dominique Grimes, who has such a great rapport and trust with Vernon Adams Jr. is out of the lineup. Yes, Lucky Whitehead is back in, and he can be a game-breaker, but Whitehead's got to prove to me that he can stay healthy for a long period of time here. He has that ability to change the game in an instant, so that will be exciting. But if you look at BC's defense, they've played quality football, but they haven't seen an offense or a quarterback like the way that Zach Kolaris is going right now for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And the Bombers don't even have Kenny Lawler in the lineup. And Zach Kolaris has, I believe it's over 700 yards passing this season or close to it. And I think it's five touchdowns with no interception. So he is on an absolute tear to start the season. But this is just normal for Kolaris. This is just what is expected of the reigning two-time MOP. So I think the Lions can compete, but I see the Bombers winning the game. Sure. I'll tell you what, you see the CFL is going with analytics to announce their players of the week every week. Zach Caleros has won it the last two weeks. I'm like, guys and gals, if you go by analytics, Zach's going to win it every week. What are you going to do then? <laughs> and the Bomber O-Lines won it for a second consecutive. They're going to win it every week, but whatever, 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 whatever. Woosa. Positive. And I'm positive Sask at Calgary is going to be a tremendous football game on Saturday. What's your read on this one here at McMahon? I like the way that this game is shaping up for the Rough Riders, especially if you look at the betting line. They go in there as about three and a half point underdogs. I would even think about taking them on the money line. Roddy, there's a good vibe and energy coming out of Ryderville with Trevor Harris and Sam Emelis having a breakout game against a tough Winnipeg defense last week. And it looks like Derek Moncrief is on the men there. Craig Dickinson, the head coach, isn't sure if he'll start, but it sounds like there'll be an opportunity potentially there for Moncrief to play and get his football legs or get in football shape so we can potentially start the next week i think that could be a major addition for this squad and i like the explosiveness of the riders offense when you compare it especially to the lack of explosiveness that calgary has had on offense yes reggie begleton had a great game against ottawa and one of his big plays came on a busted coverage so i kind of take that away from them because you want to see those explosions made by the offense not so much an error by the defense but Saskatchewan looks like they're ripe and ready and in rhythm on offense with Trevor Hare. So I like the Riders. And uh, I was talking to a football guy last night from Mississippi. We were talking about the struggles of the Elks. And I said, when you're a bad team in the CFL, 
you don't ever get a break. Every week is tough. <laughs> they got Toronto in there. Sunday, man, and what do I got for the line? Toronto favored by six and a half at Bet Regal going in. What's your read on that game? And if I may, how much trouble does Chris Jones in in Edmonton given his record overall since taking over? Yeah, the pressure has definitely been turned up on Chris Jones real quick here, and I think it will get even hotter if he decides to continue to stick with Taylor Cornelius if he keeps struggling in this game against the Argos. And I think that's what's going to happen. Corey Mace, for my money right now, is the best defensive game planner in the league. When you look at recent games, I'm talking about the 109th Grey Cup, when he confused Zach Kolaris a little bit and threw some different mixes at him on defense, and I think he was expecting. And then in the Argos week one, but it was week two of the CFL season, their home opener, he was able to turn the ball over from Bo Levi Mitchell and keep him guessing a little bit. So I really like what Mace has cooking here as a defensive coordinator. And it's a lot of points to lay on the road. But if Chris Jones wants to stop talking about this home losing streak, there's one easy way to do that, Roddy. Just win, maybe. I don't know how they do it. Where are you on Taylor Cornelius and his play? Because the football people are blaming coaching at Edmonton. They're blaming talent. I think it's a little bit of both. It's just overall not good. Like, where do you start if you're Edmonton to win a game? It certainly hasn't been good offensively. And I look at Taylor Cornelius. I think the scheme is all fine, well, and good. I know some people in Ryderville like to blame Stephen McAdoo for some of the offensive struggles during his time with the green and white. But I think the scheme is fine. You have the talent there. The offensive line, I think, is solid, although they can play better. Kevin Brown is a great young up-and-coming running back. So Cornelius has to get better, and he's got to throw the football down the field. We saw it in week one. He threw it down the field to Geno Lewis, who took that ball off the top of Jeremy Clark's head and went 102 yards for a touchdown. So when he's in those one-on-one situations, you just got to put it in his area code and trust him because you are never going to win a CFL game unless some unforeseen circumstances happen, throwing for less than 100 yards like Cornelius did a week ago in BC. So if Cornelius struggles early, I think the Elks got to get a look at either the Canadian QB, Trey Ford. That would be my pick because of how good he looked last year when he had his first CFL start and the potential upside there, or Kai Loxley, because you have all of these talented receivers. The Elks spent almost a million dollars of their salary cap putting these playmakers around Cornelius. And a lot of other quarterbacks would love to have dudes like that to throw the ball to. Cody Fajardo was have his hand up in Montreal saying, I'd like Stephen Dunbar Jr. I'd like to have Geno Lewis back. I wouldn't mind Dylan Mitchell to throw the ball to. So I think that you got to look at the quarterback here. This, to me, is on Cornelius. He's got to play better. When I was in Edmonton last weekend, their people were raving, raving about their talent. And these are guys that would know. Giroy, obviously, Sammy, their head scout. So I'm like, okay, guys, then you got to put it all together. Like, who would win a game right now today, Ottawa versus Edmonton? They're going to play in uh, Thunder Bay. Who wins? <laughs> Ottawa Edmonton. Neutral site game. Is Jeremiah Masoli healthy or not? No. This team right now. That would be really tight, man. If Trey Ford started a quarterback, I would pick the Elks. How about that? So they're, yeah, I agree with you. They're a little ahead, but not much. Um, two struggling teams. Lastly, before we let you go, what else is popping at three down? Justin, what are you working on? Oh, 
boy. We got the fresh ratings from week two in Roddy and the Rough Riders and the Blue Bombers leading the way. Touched almost 700,000 average viewers. Now, whenever they get together, it's going to be a big number. But it's unusual that these teams meet early in the season. As you know, usually that's reserved for Labor Day, the first meeting of the year. And they were up against some stiff competition on Friday night because usually the Blue Jays games for the most part of the season have been on Apple TV, but that game for the Blue Jays was on Sportsnet. So you had that direct competition with the biggest competitor in the summer for the CFL and you got a big number. So I think it shows when the CFL puts their best foot forward and obviously the strength of this league is on the prairies there in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan, then you can compete with some other things on TV. Justin, thanks for the update. You're a busy guy. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll chat down the line. We'll see you this summer. Sounds good, my man. A sports update before we bring in Solomon Elamimi and the Toronto Blue Jays have a 2-0 lead at Miami. Top second, Matt Chapman and Kevin Biggio have crossed the plate for the Blue Jays in uh, the third of that series at Miami, the rubber match game. Kraft Heinz, in partnership with the NHL and NHLPA, announced their official 2023 NHL preseason matchups celebrating Kraft Hockeyville winning communities. The Buffalo Sabres and Toronto Maple Leafs will face on Wednesday, September 27th at Joe Thornton Community Center in St. Thomas, Ontario. And the Florida Panthers and Ottawa Senators will meet in Sydney, Nova Scotia in September. This sports update is brought to you by the band The Steadies. Their new single, Champion, is out this Friday. Visit thesteadies.ca for more info and stream The Steadies today on Apple Music and Spotify. Earl Pereira from The Studies will be joining us later on in hour two. And we're also brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters, July 21st, Barbie. Barbie lives in Barbie land, and then a story happens. Starring Ryan Gosling, Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, and Margot Robbie. We'll return in a moment to Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast and streaming. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant. Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. We're live from Ace Casino Airport, where, by the way, we're home to the Pulse Arena, Alberta's only private electronic table game lounge, featuring blackjack, craps, roulette, and baccarat with an atmosphere perfect for any day or night. Come on down and check it out. 
Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleet Calgary Airport. Well, our next guest, we're pleased to welcome the president of the Canadian Football League Players Association. He's not too far removed as a player. Hey, Saul, welcome. I'm just going to read off as much as I can of his bio. It's a long one. Living legend, Hall of Famer in waiting, Grey Cup champion 2011. Most outstanding player in the league, MVP 2014, two-time most outstanding defensive player, four-time All-Canadian, six-time All-Star, and also an alum of the Bills, Vikings, and Browns. Saul, welcome back uh, to the RP Show, man. How's your summer going so far? Happy first day of summer, Saul. Uh, thank you. Happy first day of summer to you, too. Uh, summer's going great. Um, excited, uh, you know, CFL's back, so that's always a plus. Obviously, you mentioned the Hall of Fame, so that'll be important um, part of my life just having all my family come up for the um, in, in, um, for the Hall of Fame game that'll be September so really excited good good to hear man and uh, congratulations from here that was just that's a formality man this is a, a Hall of Fame resume uh, but you have another hat now that you've had on for a couple of years as the president of the Players Association and I should tell our viewers every week in this time slot it's the CFLPA Players Spotlight we're going to be bringing on a special player each week from the CFL to spotlight them and introduce them to the crowd. But we're starting with the president. And Saul, how would you suggest from the player's perspective, we're off to, what's the start been off to for the CFL this year from a player's perspective as we enter week three? Yeah, so far so good. Obviously the last four years, we're dealing with pandemic and crisis after crisis. So the guys are just excited to get back on the field. And from our standpoint, it's about really growing the game. I think the, Long-term CBA really allows us time to actually grow the game. You're seeing that with various components with Genius Sports, um, the CBS deal we signed, which actually you know introduces our games to a broader, um, you know, broader group of people. So it's definitely exciting, and um, yeah, um, CFL's back in storm, and I'm excited to watch these games. Some some pretty good performances I've been seeing the last couple of weeks, so it's good. I'm off, I'm off to a pretty good start myself. I've watched four out of four games every week. Uh, and I'm hoping that will continue. And a lot of viewers in the U.S. on CBS Sportsnet. But the thing is, just have some fun, Saul. Let's just have a football chat here. Some of these games have been dogs. Like BC over Edmonton, 22 to nothing. The guys are like, come on, for real? You can't. You're not every game's going to be a slobber knocker, 43-41, man. We still watched the whole thing. Were you there? Uh, I was not there, but I did watch it. And from everything I heard, um, and real quick, shout out to uh, Omar Daman. I think he's done a fantastic job you know, as the owner. Uh, from what I heard, it was uh, electrifying. Um, the fans had a great time with the LL Cool J performance. Um, but to your point, I think you know some of these teams are going to take some time to get their footing, right? You've seen with Taylor Cornelius, he has a lot of good skill sets. Um, some throws, I'm sure he wanted back. But, you know, you look at Vernon Adams, you know, he was there last year and um, a lot of good pieces around them. So I, I think it's going to take some time for some teams to get, their, uh, to get their footing. You know, it's interesting you say going through the pandemic, we've had you on this show throughout the whole thing, and you never once said you regretted taking this job. I'm, I'm sure, Saul, you're sitting there thinking, if I can get through that, I can get through anything. Man, like that must have been the most challenging thing in your life. It was tough because there was no playbook, right? I've uh, never seen it before. And it really was a few weeks after I became president that it all kind of hit, right? So um, we had a player's call last night. It was really um, really great to get the group together. And one of the things we highlighted was how we got through the pandemic. And it was through communication and transparency. We had weekly email, uh, we had weekly calls. We had email threads. And we're just trying to give players as much information as possible 
because there was so much uncertainty, right? And that's one thing they appreciated. And that's one thing we've kind of carried over is communication, getting their feedbacks. I don't play no more. Um, my job is to lead them, but I need their input in terms of direction and how to go. So um, shout out to our leadership. Brian Ramsey did a fantastic job. We have tremendous player reps, uh, tremendous uh, board of directors. You know, up here, Dykowski, Adam Big Hill, Hinak, Mwamba, Ryan King, just name a few. So it all starts with the players, I believe, and we have a solid group of guys. Well, uh, the CFL Players Association is in good hands with all the guys you just mentioned and yourself, and the CFL in general is in good hands. But I was reading some game notes. Give me some stats and behind-the-scenes stuff the fans might be interested in in terms of the amount of rookies, guys on first-year contracts, or second contracts versus the older vets in the CFL. Has it shifted because of the USFL and XFL? What's the dynamic and age in the CFL this year? Yeah, so that's the thing that we've heard a lot from our fans is continuity. And I think you've seen it uh, the last couple of weeks with the American vet uh, ratio and how that probably wasn't rolled out, I believe, perfectly. And those are still talks we're having with the CFL in terms of how do we keep our stars in the same community? How do we keep guys that contribute to this game on the, on, on the same team? So we kind of created American vet uh, ratio, three years um, on the same team, five years in the league. Um, but the problem is that rule is not being used, you know, how we kind of discussed it, just because there's not enough vets to kind of, you know, um, you know, fill that criteria. So that's the thing that we're, we want to keep working through is keeping our stars in the local market um, and keeping veterans on teams. Obviously, you're seeing these different leagues with the USFL, XFL. But I think our game is one where it really transcends football. It's an exciting game. It's fast. It's fun. Uh, but I think one thing that we need to keep doing is keeping our stars, uh, keeping our stars at home. I agree. Um, were you one of the guys that was in favor of the one-year contract? I assume you were. I mean, that was the one concession I think the owners put in two CBAs ago because you guys like to be in charge of your fate. But it does hurt the connection between the fan and the player, right? Or the team, the fan and the team. Yeah, so you look at the one-year contract, and it, it really comes down to you commit to me, I'll commit to you. As you know, in a long-term deal, after the first year where you get signed a bonus, it's not really guaranteed contract in the past. So what we did this last uh, bargaining is kind of changed that, right, where now you're able to have guarantees outside the first year of your deal to promote continuity within the club. Um, for example, if I sign a three-year deal, Obviously, the first year you get the sign-up bonus, but also within that language, um, there is some guaranteed contracts outside the first year. And that's how you're going to retain guys. It's pretty much simple. You commit to me as an organization, and I'll commit to you. Um, and I think if you ask most of our players, they want to be in the same um, same place. They want to be with the same team as long as possible. I know I certainly did, and I had a great career because I had that um, consistency in Wally Bono over the years in the BC Lions. And it helped me as a football player, but also helped me outside when I'm able to transition and get to know people, you know, in the business yeah. community. So it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win-win for players. Um, and certainly the fans want it. So that's the things that we're trying to create. And that's why you're seeing the, uh, the change in the collective agreement to guarantee um, contracts outside the first year of a player's deal. That's why it's so awesome to have you in this role because you've been through it. 
And lastly, you mentioned growing the game now. You're on stable footing as a league, and for the players, it's growing the game. you got to say this. These games have been exciting. The crowds have been big. CFL's off to a heck of a start in 2023. Wouldn't you agree? I definitely do. And I think it's, like you said, it's about growing the game. One thing that um, I know the commissioner's talking about is getting that 10th team. Um, there's appetite there. Um, touchdown Atlantic. Uh, I was there last year. I'm going there again this year. And the excitement out 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 east is unbelievable and i think we have to take that um you know just take that momentum and keep building um from it and, and um, be able to promote this game so the game speaks for itself it's fast it's fun uh, it's physical we have the tremendous players and i think our fans are the staple of the cfl Saul, it always goes fast talking to you. I appreciate the time. Thanks for working with us on this player spotlight we're going to do every week at this spot. And uh, enjoy the ball. And congrats again on the Hall of Fame. Okay. Thanks for having us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Uh, awesome. The president of the Canadian Football League Players Association, Solomon Elamimian. we got a sports update coming up. We've got audience takeover. And in hour two, Brendan Parker from Flames TV and other special guests. We're live from Ace Casino Airport. And Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's a look at our Alberta home, Ace Airport Casino. See you down here Friday night, right? 6 p.m., our rider and CFL fan reception. And then Stampeders and Rough Riders Saturday at 5 p.m. We'll see you there with McMahon. Uh, we already did the sports update earlier for the steadies. So I'm just going to do viewer takeover here right now, audience takeover. Cooper Campbell, one of my good friends from Mississippi, uh, writing in and says, Justin Dunk is the best football analyst on the planet, bar none. Always outstanding. Monty in Saskatoon writes in and says, who cares about Edmonton? 
Well, that's not very nice, Monty. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in regarding the movie Barbie and its cast. He says, I think the RP show needs Margot Robbie as a guest. Let's get her thoughts on Bo Levi Mitchell's health and the Winnipeg ice moving to Wenatchee. What do you say, Clark? Can we make it happen? Um, it is interesting, isn't it? It's that Western Hockey League news, the Winnipeg guys moving to Wenatchee. It affects a very small group of people and those that care about it, but those, that group cares about it a lot. They really do. Uh, Patrolman Pete goes on to say, I'd be interested in hearing Solomon's work with the Players Association. What are some of the things taking place behind the scenes that fans would be interested in? Uh, we'll get to that next week. Ted and Red, your Solomon is one of the CFL's all-time greats. Fantastic player. He absolutely is. And I got to thank our guy, Kevin, the medium, Kevin, our sales coordinator, for lining that up. Every Wednesday in hour one, we're going to be chatting uh, CFL, PA, well, CFL with a member of the Players Association, a current CFL player. There's, I'm going to prep you right now. Hour two is going to be not entirely hockey, but almost entirely hockey, as Brendan Parker is going to join us from Flames TV. And as I was uh, telling the owners of the casino here, uh, they know Brendan. We were talking about him. He's the guy that when you're at a Flames game and you're watching the pregame show, the intermissions, can't remember if he does post or not because I'm usually gone by then, but he's up on the big screen, the host of Flames TV, Brendan Parker, because... If you watched any NHL coverage at all over the last 24, 48 hours, Darren Dreger, Craig Button, they're all saying Calgary is the hot spot for trade talk here heading into the draft and free agency season, which begins on July 1st. So anyways, Brennan Parker next hour. But he is also a Ryder fan from Saskatoon. So we'll be talking about this weekend's games and all the others. Happy first day of summer, by the way, to everybody. Jeff, the Stams fan, writes in and says, today may be the longest day of the year, but Saturday will be the longest night of the year for Ryder fans. How about that? The guy can trash talk like no other. I'll say that about Jeff, the Stams fan. The problem there is when he is made to eat his words, he doesn't show up the next day. John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg, says the CFL lives here. Well, it actually lives on TSN. It's the official television rights holder, but no, but they, we talk about it the most. How about that? Minute. Last minute of play in hour one. By the way, uh, Hockey Hall of Fame Hall, uh, induction class of 2023 is being announced this afternoon in Toronto. We'll be talking about that with Brendan Parker. Troy in Toronto writes in and says, I'm here for the NHL talk. Well, you've come to the right place. And Brendan Parker is here looking very summery. And he's got a, he's smiling ear to ear like a butcher's dog. So I hope you're ready to talk some NHL and uh, obviously some CFL too. Whatever comes up, we'll talk about this Hall of Fame debate. There's a lot to get to in hour two. We will return after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network. The key, of course, podcast and streaming. 